This episode is brought to you by Kimpton Anglers Hotel South Beach, Miami's sophisticated chic retreat at the center of it all. With stylish accommodations ranging from airy studios and lofts to spacious spa villas and poolside bungalows. Together with the hotel's rooftop pool and sun deck, second adult pool, lush gardens, and inspired restaurant and cocktail lounge, guests enjoy an unmatched sanctuary-like experience in the heart of South Beach. For more info or to book your next stay, visit www.anglershotelmiami.com and follow them at Anglers Hotel on Instagram or Anglers Hotel Miami on Facebook. Girls Gone Boss is the driven women's guide to love, life, and business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. As director of sales for the newly renovated Kimpton Anglers Hotel South Beach, Ligi Alarcón brings 11 years of global sales, account management, and business development to her role together with her passion for spirits and goal-oriented approach. Ligi is an expert in luxury business and entertainment within the hospitality industry and has worked with brands like the Thompson Hotel, the W South Beach, as a key player in operations and marketing for U.S. and international markets. Ligi has enjoyed being part of the launch teams for so many iconic properties and looks forward to bringing Kimpton's Angler to similar market status as her fifth career property opening. Ever conscious of the need to infuse the sales and marketing process with an opportunity to connect with guests and customers on a personal and human level. She thrives on creativity, professionalism, and being innovative. Ligi is originally from Cleveland, Ohio, and of Colombian descent. Her most proudest moment, however, was becoming a mom to her precious daughter, Storm. And yet again, another episode of Girls Gone Boss. Welcome, everyone. Hello. How are you guys? I, well, you guys can't answer As me back. back. What is going we, on with you today? But I think they're fine, <laughs> yeah, right? you guys are fine. Please answer me If back. you're riding in the car, listening to <laughs> yeah. us, we hope you're safe. Wear your seatbelt. If you're yes. at work, listening to it, make sure your boss doesn't catch you. Right. Wherever you're at, have fun with it. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. We are so happy to be here today once again at the Angler's Hotel. Yes, we have yes. a very special Woo-hoo. guest. We have a special guest who is responsible for all the love that we've been getting from the Angler's Hotel here in South Beach. None other than Miss Ligi Alarco. Hey, hey. <laughs> Not only is she the director of, of sales here and the big boss lady, but she's one of my dearest friends that I love a lot. My Colombian beauty. How are you? you? I am fabulous. I am so excited to be here. This is truly, truly, truly an experience. Your first podcast. My first yeah. podcast ever. Woo! We're popping so your fun. cherry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, (laughs) I'm so happy you're here because I feel like, okay, as you know, the podcast is all about elevating women in different industries and you are in an industry that I feel that I don't know if a lot of women have been highlighted in. And in our podcast, for sure, we have not talked to anybody in hospitality and we know that we never know who's listening, who may be interested in a role in there because a lot of our, our listeners are you know college students or, or or young professionals that are maybe trying to transition into other industries and may not know that there is opportunity in hospitality but like on a corporate level and then what you do um so I think it's really incredible to to sit down with you and see exactly what it is you do and how you have you know your role has made anglers thrive and and become 
what it is today, you know, with all the renovations and everything that's going on. No, it is. It's it's exciting. I don't think a lot of people think about hospitality and they're like, oh, this actually relates to it or, oh, that's part of that or... Oh, what do you mean? Marketing, PR. Are you serious? A hotel? I remember, it's it's funny. I remember when my husband and I first got together, he's like, so what do you do? (laughs) So everyone always questions that, you know, what is it that you do? You think hotels and right away you think Expedia, you think booking.com, you think OTAs as we call it, online travel agencies, but there's so much behind it. There is so much that it's not just one thing or another. It's it's a plethora of teams. It's a plethora of, of segmentations. So particularly for myself as director of sales and marketing and PR and everything that falls, digital, you name it, it, it all has this beautiful circle of life, if you will. But it's all composed of teams. And it's interesting because you think sales and you're like, oh, okay, so again, Expedia or hey, so what do you do? Like, do you, do you work with like these, you know, tour operators, a little cruises? Yes, 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 and yes. All that, everything. You mean and like more. placing like some of um, like brochures and stuff? And yeah, like in, they think in, that uh-huh. immediately. But there's, that's a very small component of it, but it is that. It is that in 10 times more. So in particular, I think when you when you want to describe my position uh, as a director, obviously I have a team. I have a team, um, a very supportive team, and, and I love them. So big shout out to them. But it's composed of the actual sales. So whether you're, you're selling on the group side or transient. So for example, when you sell for group, you think 10 or above. So for yourself, Gabby, you work for X company and it's your job as a travel manager to come in and say, listen, this is our budget during the year. When you come to Miami, these are the hotels that you need to stay at. And these are the relationships that we have. So a group comes and they say, we have 15 people. So immediately the connection, the relationship that you have, then they get in contact and they start negotiating. Okay. Is there portage involved? Portage is what we would typically call for your luggage, right? And there's always a charge for that here and there, depending on the property, depending on the chain. And then there's, you know, housekeeping services and what is the rates and what's your attrition? What's your cancellation? Some of these groups really, really tend to book further out, especially these. And there's always like a contract involved. Always a contract with group. Always, always, always. And then for example, a big citywide. So everybody knows what's coming, right? Super Bowl. We are completely sold out for Super Bowl already. So the city and wherever you're when, at. When is Super Bowl? It's usually in February. January. Oh. Yeah. So January. Yeah. So oh, so it's see, in Miami? It's in Miami. Yes. 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 And we just you're like, or is that overwhelming to you? <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, my mind right now is only in June, but yes, <laughs> we are completely sold out for Super Bowl, which is great to say we've successfully, you know, cleared the book. So it's exciting. So for that in particular, those are also groups. So you get the city involved, citywide, you know, obviously that's traffic. So there's a lot of components to the group segmentation. And you typically have on your team, you know, between one to up to 15 different sellers that specialize in different types of group selling for so you have your international you have your corporates you have your smurf which is what we call um, social military educational fraternal all these associations conventions so you have all of these um, and of course you know one of my fave and I personally actually manage here on property which is our entertainment our entertainment our fashion our all of our celebrities um, so I handle that personally here on property but you have these key sellers that specialize and have been working on their career for years to ensure because every segment requires uh, 
the certain knowledge and how to handle these certain clients because not every cell is the same. Right. They may have different needs or, you know, exactly for the party type. Especially for the party type. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for those. Yes. Yes. So so that's exciting. So you oversee all of those. That's the segments. group. Yes. Wow. And then there's the transient. Um, Just a regular old Joe, right? So kind well, of. they're never regular old <laughs> Joe. Yes, exactly. Yes. Kind of. So for, for transient, it's more of that individual person to person, kind of like you and I met. And it, and it involves corporation. It, invi- it involves last minute luxury leisure. So we know celebrity names. We know these Uber Lux, you know, A-listers. But what we don't know is the royalty or these multi-billionaire jet setters of the world. Oh, they're not regular old jokes. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how it me and you met yes. at a penthouse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of where that comes in. Um, and, and it's all about the relationship. And through that, you become very personal. And I think it's very important to always remember that in the end, it's all about the community and how you build yourself um, and the loyalty that you have in, in such business, which all is surrounding hospitality, making one or another feel special in some sort of way. Yes. It's uh, hospitality is like the service of others, right? So that's exactly your forte. Your forte. I mean, I think you have the perfect personality. I mean, Liji, wherever she goes, she's loved. Everybody wants to be like, hey, Liji. And she is like a ray of sunshine. Oh, hey. You always have been. <laughs> you have. You you have like a, you. Um, yeah. a gift. Thank you. And not everyone has that gift. Especially in hospitality, I think it, it's really important to have. Well, but I think it's it's about being genuine. Right. I I truly love what I do. Truly. It's, it's in my heart. It's, it's, it's just, I'm a people person, as you said. And, and yes, and it's all, it's great. I, I don't consider it work. I love it. And what, let's kind of retract. You are not from Miami, obviously. You're from Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) Before meeting you, I had never met anybody from Cleveland. Everybody, everybody says that. You're from (laughs) Cleveland, but you're Colombian. I am. Okay. I am. My parents are born and raised. I actually was the first uh, U.S. natural born citizen. Yes. Okay. So how did your parents decide to go to Ohio? Yeah, like Col- huh. from Columbia to Ohio. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. It's actually... Uh, <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but no, it's also, it's also very inspirational. My father is a businessman and he's actually a mechanical engineer um, now pretty much retired, but still, still hangs in the mix. Um, that's his passion. So he basically can create the engines of cars, put them together, break them apart, design, but it's not just cars. It's the semi trucks. And in fact, semi trucks that clean up like pipe cleaning. So it originally came, there was an opening in New York. So he came to the States, started in New York, and then he had the same company had was opening up Cleveland is very warehouse. Okay. And for those, you know, from Cleveland, hey, hey, the 216. I mean, it, it, it's very industrial. So that was just the placement. And it just was the right time for him, the right move. And he did it. And and then I popped. And so um, here I am. <laughs> so then what brought you to Miami? Miami? Oh God, it was such a story. You know, it wasn't just Cleveland, Miami. It was Cleveland, growing up in Cleveland, figuring out, you know, what the hell am I doing? And actually ending up in Orlando and then from Orlando saying, what the hell am I doing? And then Miami. But Miami for me is home. I, I love it. I, I consider myself a Miami. And I think that 
it's very rare to find a Miami here. Like you say, oh, you're actually born and raised here in Miami. I mean, it's everyone super hard, <laughs> right? Really I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm raised here, but I'm obviously not we born, born here. here. Yeah, so we weren't born right. here. But I do consider myself like a Miami oh, girl, yeah. like for sure. Yeah, I've been here since I was eight. Oh yeah, Same. so I mean, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pretty much. Yeah. But growing up in Cleveland, I mean, I, I I'm still kind of like, is there like a Latin community out there, or were you guys the only Colombians there? That's so funny that you, because <laughs> everyone, it's literally the same questions every time for Cleveland. And yes, there is a Latin community. However, it's a bunch, and I love my Boricuas, but it's all Puerto Ricans. So I was like the one-off Colombian. Well, I was the one-off Colombian in my high school too. You know, it was all very Irish. Uh, but yes, so it's all Boricuas. So I love my Boricuas. In fact, my husband is Puerto Rican. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And, and my family's still out there and his family is still out there. So we do visit, you know, Cleveland quite often. But, you know, Cleveland is a city. Uh, and, and although it's a city, for me, it wasn't as big. For, in fact, my parents, they're very comfortable out there. They love it. That is their home. That is their world. That they no Colombia, no nothing. I mean, yes, they go back and visit, but Cleveland is 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 their roots. So uh, I I grew up in the city. I mean, there's a lot of East West, you know, Bone Thugs. Um, you know, there's a lot that that came. From, I think from of Cleveland. Cleveland, and I think of Iverson. Am I wrong? No, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. <laughs> Maybe it's the wrong. It's the wrong athlete. Yeah, I actually went to the University of Akron. And, oh yeah, and LeBron is from there. So yeah, yeah that's who I think of yes. in my head. Yeah, I had it all wrong. I'm not a, I'm not sports savvy. But growing up there, right? Okay, I feel like you have this... Maybe you got it from your dad. Correct me if I'm wrong. But you have this really independent, like, go-getter. Like, you, you've always been that girl. Like, do you remember as a little girl, like, ever having that... Like, something driving you to get to, like, be who you are today? Have you always been, like, that independent, curious... Little girl. I, I think so. From what I can remember, I was always very busy. And I was always dabbling into like a lot of things. I loved heels. I loved makeup. I would destroy my mother's everything. You know, <laughs> she had a wig at the time. I would wear it. I mean, dresses, everything. But I think the independence portion of it, where that rooted from is the fact that I grew up alone. So I didn't actually get to meet my brothers and sisters. I knew of them and I knew their, I saw them in pictures and everything. But being Colombian, it's very hard to get a visa. It's still hard to this day. But imagine, you know, 30 something years ago when my parents first moved to the States, so 40 something years ago. So oh, I so knew you of didn't them. grow up with no, them. No, I actually didn't meet oh. them until I was five. Oh, wow. And I actually flew to Colombia for the first time. And that's when I literally met them in person. Because you were the youngest one? I was. Okay. I was. There's a huge um, age difference between my sister and I are 13. My sister and I are 13 years apart. Um, my brother and I are 11, 10. And then there was me. And I actually have an adopted brother, too. My parents adopted um, a foster child from, from Cleveland. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's That's nice. so nice. So there's five of us. So now we have the big family. Big family. So then growing up, you were pretty much on your own. I was on my own. Yeah, I, I was. And I think that that's kind of where where it, where it comes from. Um, but I'm a mommy's girl. I'm a daddy's girl. A hundred percent. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then, them. and then you came to Miami. Well, after you went to Orlando, you came to Miami. And then you still, like, you were working in hospitality the, from then on? Or how did you first start in hospitality to help you? 
kind of position you where you are today? So Miami, I came December of 2008, January of 2009, because I actually opened one of the labeled one of the most beautiful properties in the world in 2009 um, here in, in Miami. But my career actually started in hospitality back in Orlando because hospitality, you have to think, right? It's making someone feel special and welcoming. And I started on the FMB side. I was a, I was a hostess. I was, you know, a server. Um, I did everything that related to the restaurant world. So I always knew that that element kind of, that's where my drive was. Um, but then from there, it, Miami came and I, I, I'm a firm believer in just being at the right place at the right time and always being open to your connections and the people that you know. And that's kind of what got me to, to Miami. So, um, I think the, the biggest move was from Cleveland to Orlando. Uh, my best friend was there at the time. I had just, I was in between colleges at the university of Akron and then figuring out what I was going to do with life. And that's kind of what, what transitioned. And what degree were you getting? Uh, mass. Oh my God, this is hilarious. So not for what I'm in, not for no. my career at all. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> I mean, about this. Aside from the communication part, I think it, yeah, I went for, for communications, but I had a minor in mass media because in Orlando, in fact, I was actually on the radio. I so did not know was, this. That was you my have point. a radio voice though. Yeah? You do. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, do. I kind of blush there. <laughs> I didn't know this, Liji. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would do like voiceovers for like I would open every nightclub in like Orange Ave, like downtown Orlando, and I was I, I was young. I was a kid. I was early twenties, and just I was dabbling in everything. I needed to figure myself out, and I did not want to settle just for okay. Now I have this one job, and and you know, I, hey, to each his own. But for me, I was like, okay, where else can I, where can I make a difference? That was, that was my main, I, I need to be something. I need to do something. Something needs to happen. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that's kind of where the radio. That's where you kind of started because yeah. you went to school for communications, mm -hmm, but then. The minor mass media. And so I was working in, in the F&B industry And I saw this ad, mm -hmm. like newspaper ad, and it said, travel to Hawaii for a living. I ever tell you the story? No. Okay. So it's hilarious because everyone thinks, oh my gosh, what was she thinking? God forbid it was something bad or illegal. And I was like, no, I just, I was young. Yeah, I'm up for it. Hawaii, are you kidding me? In fact, I have never gone to Hawaii to this day, which is on my <laughs> list. Um, but it's a travel to Hawaii for a living. And in fact, it was my, my first position and straight into management as a regional product director for Trico Holidays, which happens to be one of the largest wholesalers in the world. They just combined with Gulliver's Travel and Hotel Beds. So it's the international uh, buying. So I'll, I'll put it in like normal terms. Yeah, not, because me and Alex were like, uh, not, not my terms, but you buy, let's say you're buying these shoes. And you have the warehouses, the wholesale, right? So you get them at for, for numbers, right? Shits and giggles, as we say, $10. The retail is like $35. Right. So my job was to secure hotel rooms on the wholesale side. So the cheapest of all cheapest, your bottom line, and then to add, right? The That's markup. where the strategies, uh -huh. the markups, and who sells them from there and everything. So that was my first true, true job um, in Orlando, which led me to and Miami. And did you have any experience doing that? Or were you like fully trained? No experience. Wow. Yeah. They were like, we're going to give you the shitty cities, <laughs> Cleveland, Buffalo. I'm like, Cleveland, I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> um, and I said, I always want Miami. I'm bilingual. I'm kind of tri, or I think I'm trilingual, but What's I need the to, third one. Uh, it'll follow. Oh, Portuguese. Yes. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. So I just, I was like, Miami's my thing. I need to make it to Miami. And I used to travel to Miami for vacay. So here we are, signed uh, a big deal. I won't, I, I won't say numbers because it's kind of, it, it's alarming. It was great. I mean, it was one of my biggest moments in my career. And that particular person was opening up the property here. And that's how we got, um, that's how I got to Miami. Straight into management, had no clue what I was doing. I literally was a little stressed. I was like, wow, I've never done this in my life. Basically, you secured like a good, like, selling wholesaler price. Is that what you're saying? That was for Tarico. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then I was hired as a business transient sales manager. And that I had no experience. I didn't even know what, what does business transient sales manager mean? What well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the transient side. So that's the transient portion of the right. selling. So corporate, your Bank of America's, your Gucci's, everything Got that's it. a corporation that travels to one particular They have a city. convention and they need like room. Well, conventions are more groups. Okay. But transient is like oh. those one-offs. Accenture. Um, oh, okay. Like Boston higher consulting. level client that needs a little special. Just any corporation. Yeah. Any corporation, Warner Music, uh-huh. you have individuals that are coming in and out. That's all transient related. Got it. Okay. So it was my job to ensure that I would meet people um, like you and say, hey, listen, next time XO, XO, XO is coming, I'm going to call Lee G. I'm there. Which is what we do all the time. And that's yes. how you guys met. Well, no. kind of. We met during your W South Beach time. Yes. So that's where I was the business transient sales manager. Yes. So we met through a a really great friend of mine, Yvette. You were having an event at a penthouse for your luxury transient clients. Am I saying it right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like on a rooftop. And this is the first time I meet her. She's super fabulous. And she's the type to like, oh my God, come. And she will introduce you to the world. And she's like, (laughs) Come over here. And then she'll be like, he is like a multi-million dollar. (laughs) Yeah. And like, have you ever seen the Devil Wears Prada? You know where she's, okay. So Miranda is at the event and she has her two assistants. She has like, know who clue they are. But then the assistants tell her and they're like, hey. who the name of the people are. Yeah. But except I knew who everyone was. So then I would, as I introduced them, like, okay, she's da 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 da. She's the VP. Yeah. She'll make you sound like you are taking over the the galaxy. (laughs) You're coming home with me then. So then this is the first time I meet her. And I'm like, she's super fabulous. I love her. We had such a great time. And then we started doing business together when I was at MTV. And I remember we did some stuff like... Booking cli- like one of Like, like some of higher your and okay. Yeah, client that need like special mm-hmm. attention. And and then we just stayed friends. And then, oh, we connected through church. We went through... <laughs> we, we got did. our ticket together. I oh, think we-, we became, you know, that sisterhood. Yeah. We got a ticket together. We were speeding... Speeding. Oh, I had a, a, a speeding like ticket. Like a speeding ticket. Okay. But in separate cars. But going to church? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, gets so, it gets so good. It's hilarious because I don't know what... We're, I'm always late anyway. So it, it's like, okay, no, you're not late. It's just everyone's too early. But I... I don't know what we were doing, Gabs. We were doing something and we, we were like, all right, let's follow each other. I never left the beach during my W South Beach days. Like my clients would joke and say, oh my gosh, do you have your passport to go downtown Miami? Like it, it was hilarious. Like it you was, lived, I lived, lived breathed, right. everything was South Beach from like one to 22nd street. That was it. Yeah. And so here we are, we're headed to like Kendall or something. I've never <laughs> of heard course. of Kendall in my life. I'm like, what <laughs> is that? <laughs> yes. And we're driving and we're speeding and we're like. Because we're going to be late. So we're both like, zoom, 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 zoom. I'm following yeah. her and all of a sudden it's like, and I was like, but wait, did you get the ticket or I got the ticket too? We both got. We he got, was able to stop both of us. <laughs> yeah, how? 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, we just... He got in the middle, uh-huh. and I had the Bible. Do you remember? I, I, I had <laughs> <laughs> on your, the passenger seat. I always thought you guys were racing each other. And he did, and then I said, "We're I racing to Jesus." <laughs> yes, we were. I told him, "I was like, oh my god, officer, we were late to church." I had the Bible there, so. Um, and you showed him the Bible. I showed him that I had my peak Bible at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget that. She actually got away with the ticket. I actually ended up paying for it. Yeah, because so, I, I, I took it to court. Yeah, and then they didn't show up. You, that's the, that's the trick. I didn't have Leech. time, so I just left here and done and done. <laughs> so that's how we met. And then we just started having a, a great relationship. And it's wonderful because Liji's the type of person, like, I call her. And we may not talk for, like, months or whatever because we're both obviously busy people. Busy. But we catch up like nothing. Like, God, those are real friendships. Genuine. And, and she's always so helpful, grateful, and vice versa. Like, we love each other, so. We do. We so do. then... South Beach, during South W South Beach, you did a lot for that property as well. Oh my gosh. Tons. Tons, tons, tons. Um, well, it was, a, it was a former Starwood property. Marriott, in case. Uh, but Marriott recently bought out Starwood. So now it's the largest chain in, in the world. Um, oh, I didn't know that Marriott bought it. Okay. Yeah. So now every property. In fact, if you think about it, you have your sister, which used to be a competitor, either right next to you or right in front of you. So previously, obviously, Marriott and Starwood were competitors. So you have to think, you know, I could have had another group property next to me. Now they're sisters. Westons, you know, to luxury properties, uh, the, you know, the Limeridians when they, any of the luxury collections, W's now with the Lofts and, you know, the Ritz-Carltons. Um, so which used to be, com- now they're all, they're all sisters, sisters, brothers. So yeah, I did a lot. I was actually number one for the entire company worldwide. What, like in sales? In sales. Yes. So number one for top of top of the top. I didn't know what that meant, though. How funny is that? I was like, oh, okay, I hit my goal again. Great. But I didn't realize I wasn't just hitting my goal, that I was overachieving to the entire Starwood Corporation. I didn't, I didn't know. Like on a global level? On a global level. <gasps> yeah. Boss. Yeah. I, but I didn't know what it meant. So I was like, oh, hey. So what does it mean to hit like that? Okay, they give you a, a, a target, right? Yeah, you have your goals. Mm-hmm. Just as my team has goals, you have your goals and we have them quarterly as well. And then whether it's group or transient, it's, it's a revenue goal. It's a room night goal. It's an ADR goal. RevPAR, revenue per available room. That's more very hotel, <laughs> very hotel terms. And, and you have to meet it. And depending on the company, depending on your bonus plans, obviously, you know, you're incentivized as well. Then things could moved around, shifted, brought up, brought down. But yeah, so I, um, I killed it. You did. <laughs> I mean, in the end, I, I killed it and I was able to travel the world and to bring, you know, my plus one to, to quite a few countries. So in fact, the last country that I, that I hit because I would do this every year. So from 2010 to about 14, I was number one. Wow. So pretty much my six years at, at W South Beach. Yes. It's kind of cool, right? But I, I never realized what it meant, you know? Do you think it has to do with us women that we just kind of don't give ourselves enough credit? Or is it just like you were like so busy you didn't even realize like you were killing it? I think I was living in the moment. And for me, yes, it was it, it was a major milestone. Moment, milestone mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, I can. Great. I got to keep it moving. I can like, do more. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Like, oh, great. I reached 300% of my goal. Let me do 500. Is that achievable? Who knows? It's the unthinkable. But yeah. 
So targets to get in, okay, I need to get certain amount of groups in this amount of time to hit the targets, like all that. It's strategic as F. And you work that with your team. Yeah, in fact, at the W, it was all transient. So we had a, a different division for groups. I never touched groups in my life okay. until I became a director and oversee all segmentations. So I'm a transient expert. Got it. So the transient is very much, I would think, is very focused on um, relationships. 100%. 100, right? 100%. 100%. 100%. I mean, that's just what I'm inferring just from learning because I'm learning as we're talking to you because I have Isn't no idea. We've known each other for so long and then no, you really no, no. deep dive. Yeah, but like... I mean, but it, it really, I, I know that that's my girl. She's going to take care of my clients. She's the bomb. I love her. Everything's on point, detail oriented, but I just never knew like the process behind it. You know what I mean? Of what it is to be a director of sales for uh, a hotel. Yeah. Well, it's it's like I said, it's the entire team. It truly it truly is. It's all your segmentations and everything put, putting putting the whole circle together. I can't I can sell you the dream. I can do as much as getting you in through the door, but if my front desk doesn't right. check you in correctly and if my room isn't cleaned and if it's not serviced, if your champagne is not you know, fresh and bubbly and cold. And, you know, if the amenities in the hotel are not set properly, you're not going to come back. So I can only go as far as the sell, the personalization, but I count on my team every day, whether it's transient group, whatever, whatever hotel I've, I've ever been at, it's the entire team. You can't, you can't do it without, you can't. And look at this amazing property now, the anglers that I and know. And this is your fifth opening. Yes. That's, Amazing. Tell tell us how you even how did you transition to coming to uh, Thompson Kimpton Thompson Hotels? So when I left W South Beach, and that's still my heart to this day. Um, my my baby. You still have great relationships yes. there too. Oh, I love them. Um, I, I I felt like I was in like autopilot. And it was that, that little Ligi, like, okay, what else am I going to get myself into? How am I going to remain busy? And where can I become that, continue being that overachiever? And Thompson Miami Beach, which is now actually the confidant here, was opening up. And you just got, you know, you get that knock on your door and you kind of analyze. And like I said, you know, W is, is my family. But I felt that it was the time, you know. And after six years, in fact, this 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 business, is it, they move a lot. It's like every one to two years, people are shifting here. And you're like, oh, this person's here now. For me, it was, I need to master it first. And once I feel like I'm in that, okay, I've done as much as I can, then I was, you know, okay, let's make a move or let's see what's out there. So Thompson Miami Beach came about and uh, it was a new opportunity. And it's a funny story because the people that actually basically brought the commune it was managed by commune as former Kimpton people. So there's a, like a big swing to this. It's, it's funny if you think about it, like this industry is very small and commune actually got bought out by destination, which is now two roads. So Thompson, Miami beach, um, then got bought out by Hyatt, which is then the transition to Mexico to Thompson Playa del Carmen and Thompson beach house. So company was like, we love you. We want to keep you. Where else can we open? Thompson Playa del Carmen was opening. This I is, remember. Yeah. Now, boom, this is my third, fourth opening, if you will. And it's beautiful. I, I love Riviera Maya and everything that, that Mexico has to offer. But that particular area, I, it's, it's, it's a dream. 
So I did that and it was perfect timing. My daughter was, you know, a baby um, and I got to work from home and I loved it. And then I was like, ooh, all I do is open the laptop. Ooh, all I do is go to sleep and then open the laptop. So then you started to get the itch again. Yeah, you have to start kind of thinking, okay, what's, you know, what's happening in life? And And you're such a people person. So I feel like you needed to kind of be out there, right? That's exactly, you couldn't have put it better. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm in in like a cage almost, although I love my house. Um, But yeah, so then (laughs) LinkedIn is very important. Because Kimpton found me through LinkedIn. Mm. Listen, everyone, make sure you have your LinkedIn profiles up to date because listen to this. Yes, yes, yes. I got a little message and I barely look at those, which is funny. And it's, um, it was our era director of marketing and strategy. And he said, Hey, you know, I've, I've, I've looked at your profile and I think that you have a really cool, you have really cool experience. I'd love to chat with you. And I was like, Oh, okay. No, I don't know. And I did. And here I am. (laughs) Wow. The hotel is beautiful. I'm obsessed with it. Thank you. Thank you. The decor, it all speaks to me. I say it at every episode, but I'm just so obsessed with this place. I'm going to come and stay here one day. No, please. We'd we'd love to have you. The designer is actually Nicole Hollis. So she's San Francisco based. And her elements were tying in the the heritage of Miami. So the tobacco, the citrus, that's where all the lemon scents come in and all the wood and oaks and and cigars. Enter this lobby and it smells so delicious. Is that lemon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it, date, it, date, it actually dates back to the 1930s because the name comes from nautical, so angling, right? Anglers. So our original owners, Mr. and Mrs. Townsend, they they were friends with Ernest Hemingway and they would go out fishing. I mean, we have old pictures, sharks, like you name it. We, we were able to kind of look back at where, where the history of anglers came from. So it's really cool. It's really cool to see it. And, and as you guys walk and you've seen it now, and, and for those listening, we'd love to have you. Um, but as you walk through, you get to see that it goes from dark to light, with our rooftop pool. So it's almost like a cruise ship. It's oh, all, everything is water, yeah. water related. No, yeah, it's beautiful. We did talk about the rooftop pool. We talked about how there's little quaint areas where like, you know, I feel like young professionals, if they want a quick trip to Miami, they could come there, pop up their laptop, work from here. There's a lot of spaces. Smells amazing. There's always like fresh coffee or little goodies outside. The oh yeah, that's the Kimpton. So that's nice. the Kimpton love. Yeah? So the Kimpton love. So no matter where you go, whatever part of the world, and we're IHG. So Kimpton is, is an IHG what does brand. That mean? The Intercons. So just like Hilton's, oh, just got like Marriott. Okay. So the chain is IHG. It's amazing. Our global reach is, is fantastic. But no matter where you go, whatever Kimpton it is, you have the complimentary coffee and tea. You have your social wine hour from five to six or some from four to six. You're every day? Prep, every day. It's a Kimpton What thing. time is it right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's Aligi. almost time. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere, girl. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. But okay, <laughs> what has been you know, throughout your journey and everything, what has been your most valuable career lesson, you would say, in all of this? Aside from persistent, aside aside from, you know, being available when opportunity knocks at the door, having your LinkedIn profile set up, because that's how you got this gig, but there has to be other valuable things you've learned, because you're my bossy friend that I love. And I learned <laughs> so much about you because you're you're just like, I feel like you do it all and oh, you're not scared to. Yeah. No, I'm not scared to. Exactly. So that could be something yeah, valuable. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Cause we always, so you're doing too much. You know, what are you doing? Like, why do you want to do, you know, that's, that's, that's too much. Um, I think, 
you have to stay true to your values. And, and I'm a person of vibes. My team knows that I always say it's so funny. But I think yeah, the most important thing is to just be true to yourself. And yes, every corporation has HR, PNC, as we call it here, content people and culture. But I think the most important thing is, is to be true. And, and you'll know. You'll know when something's itching or the next move um, comes. And, and something, in fact, you know, that I live by and, and my team is whatever it is, whatever we're going through, fair is fair. So whether we mess up or not, whether we, you know, learn the lesson, whatever it is, let's keep it moving. Let's learn from it. And fair is fair. And if there is something that was done incorrectly or something, you know, wasn't properly trained or in the end, fair is fair. That group belonged to you or that booking belonged to you or that VAP is yours or fair is fair. I love it. And I know that you're also into a lot of, um, you, you work with a lot of women. So tons. Yes. And, and you're such a girl's girl, too. And mentorship has been like key in, in your career as well, as far as you giving back. I know that there's a lot of women you work with that look up to you. Yeah. You know, I think that one of the coolest things that I've done to be able to give back is to partner with the University of Miami's um, for the coral reef restoration. Yes. Tell us about that. So you have to think about, and for those my, for those Miamians, it's you know we have hurricanes. In fact, are we in hurricane season now? Yes, it started officially. This week. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> Lord. Okay, uh, so I think we never, we truly don't realize what's happening with our surrounding, our earth, if you will. You know, you hear people, oh, you know, recycle, don't use the plastic bags. You know, now in Miami, they establish where it's only paper, paper straws, um, straws mm -hmm. and, you know, turtles. But truly, truly, it, it's a lot that's happening. And one of the biggest things is life in, in the ocean and how the coral reefs, how they actually grow, how, you know, what do they feed to and what type of life it gives. And it's extremely important to, you know, to especially us in Miami. So we were able to partner where we've actually adopted um, the coordinates. And it's about six months, six miles out from the South Beach Marina. And it's the Anglers Reef. And it's still in collaboration with the history and, you know, the whole angling and having the water and making it all about, you know, earth and ocean. So that's beautiful. It's pretty cool. So then you guys have a lot of social responsibility, which you connect to the brand, which is awesome. Tons. Yeah. I think that's... that's yeah. I have a great team for that too. So I, I, I love it. Yeah. I, um, I always... I admire how creative we can get over one photo and, you know, what, what actually comes out from it. You know, aside from the editing and Photoshopping and all that, but, you know, the true message. Exactly. Yes. That's great. Thank and you. balancing all of this and being a mom... Yeah. And a wife. And a wife. <laughs> it's two jobs, right? Yeah. How do you do it, Leech? Yeah. I, you know, it's... <laughs> I have to laugh. I need like a cocktail for this one. You have uh, one. Drink, <laughs> please. She has a little champagne here. I mean, yeah, she's the boss you. here. They brought her a champagne glass <laughs> just for the podcast. <laughs> I, it, My heart and soul is to everything that I do. Yes, I and did notice that. And I'm very passionate. So I think I live in the moment. So if it's dropping off Storm, my daughter, if it's dropping her off, you know, she's going to ki kindergarten now, uh, my little babes. But, so you know, if cute. It's, <laughs> thank you. If it's dropping her off, then that's, that's the moment. Um, if I'm on a conference call, then I'm on a conference call. 
I think that, you know, it's I, a balancing. I, it, it's a balancing, sure. you know, it, it's so funny because my husband tells me all he's like, oh, you never have time for me. <laughs> so but it's 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 definitely taking that and just living the moment and making sure that you stay organized and, you know, OK, these are priorities for the day. These are the values that I live by. And in the end, you know, no matter where I get hired for future or staying here, wherever it is, my past, everything, since I became a mom, my number one job is is being a mother to storm. That's really cute. And you seem to be very loyal okay. to the people that you work for. Yes. And I mean, then- I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very like a loyal friend, a lawyer, a loyal mom. What's your proudest moment? Proudest moment. Yeah. Like we like to call it like your hashtag, like boss moment. Yeah. This is a good one. And it's so funny because you have to think about, uh, there's so many ways to speak, right? To, to have a conversation and to deliver a message. But in reality, I just had Q1. So quarter one for us, we had an extremely successful, um, numbers, revenues. And I always have to present to owners, right? It's, it's part of my, my job, right? To present to owners, to explain to them whether we're down, we're up. And we were able to do the unthinkable. So like I said, people always say, oh, you're doing too much. Or what is it that you're, you're working on? Or oh, you need to concentrate this more. No, no, I, I, I got this. I'm a multitasker. And we killed our numbers. And as I was explaining our numbers, I was very casual, Typically in these corporate meetings, you know, you're very, you know, cross your T's, dot your I's. And I said, look, I said, I have to say this is amazing. You know, we, we, we really did the unthinkable against analytics, against market intelligence, what ownership never thought we could do. We did it. I said, in my terms, it's pretty sick. And the owner, one of our owners, you know, he's, he's we're on this call and he goes, you know, I have to say, yeah, I agree. Pretty sick. <laughs> And everybody to this day remembers that moment <laughs> because it it doesn't, the lingo doesn't match with the person. And I mean, he's, he's you know, extremely But I love how you are authentic to you. Yeah. To me. And yes, you use right. the words. And he was like, I agree. It's pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> so, Girl, it sounds like you're crushing the numbers everywhere you go. What's going to be next for Liege? Like, what's your biggest dream? Like, if you could really, like, dream the big dream, what's next? I mean, is it more oriented on family? Because, you know, we can have different dreams. It doesn't have to be just career. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I Right now, I'm living this moment, and I really enjoy what I'm doing and opening, you know, bringing Kimpton Angler's Hotel South Beach to life. Because, we're, we, you know, we have this brand new build. We're composed of five buildings. Our grand debut hasn't happened yet. So bringing this to life right now is, is, is my baby. And I'll feel it. I'll feel it when, you know, it's the right time. But I feel that there's so much to do here and to bring this hotel, um, you know, we say to the next level. And the next level in that case is is the reef and it's the grand debut. And it's making sure that, you know, all these clients are aware. It's the education, you know, to the travel agents, to the accounts, to the re- global relationships. And, and obviously being powered by IHG, I mean, you have that global awareness. So, I don't know, but I would but love. But I think you're already doing it. Exactly. You're doing you. it, what it is that you're dreamed of. And it's like. Thank you. Yeah, I don't I don't think of it as a as, as a job. Like I right. genuinely love what I do. But I, I would love. Okay. To your direct question, I would love to manage to oversee. Like. 
a region. And by region, I mean like a con- like South America or like all the hoods. Like I would love to, you know, to be on that high, high Right. So, like, oversee, like, the sales of, like, multiple hotels in that region. Like, globally. Yes. yes. Like, for, you know. You are a global queen. (laughs) Go get those sick numbers, girl. Where is my crown, guys? (laughs) Well, I love this because there's going to be so many girls, don't you think, Alex, that are like, man, I can literally do what Liji does. I didn't even know that was a job. And you make it sound so fun, too. I want to It's actually really fun. Right. It, it, I mean, you get to work with, I know you're super besties with NeNe Leakes. I, yeah. You get to have all these amazing relationships with celebrities and high-end clientele. I mean, it's not just like, oh, I'm coming to the hotel and going to my office. Yeah, it's so funny. Everyone's like, so all you do is like eat and drink, right? <laughs> I'm like, uh, let me show you my spreadsheets, my reporting, my conference calls. and uh, Right. But, but yeah, it, it is fun. I think... Um, if you do it with your heart and you're very passionate about it, uh, I, I definitely think I was I was meant to be in, in this type of, of industry. I think so, too. Thanks. Where can people reach you? Maybe there's a girl out there that's like, oh, let me just pick her brain or see where it... LinkedIn! <laughs> LinkedIn! I'm here at the hotel. My email. Your Instagram, if you Instagram. want. Instagram. It's private, but I do accept, like... So tell them what your Instagram name is. Yeah, it's at... It's at what is it? <laughs> <laughs> It's at clearly. <laughs> what is it again? Oh yeah, I'm I think is there for like it. an under? It's, yeah, it's at Liji underscore Eve. Eve is my middle name. Liji underscore. Okay, spell that for them. Okay, so it's at L I G Y underscore Eve. So E V is in Victor. E Y as in yellow. I love that middle name Eve. Where's that from? Is that my French? mother's? My mother's Maria Eve. Ah. And then I was Ligia Bay. But Storm, you know, Storm has a very powerful name. Storm oh, has yeah. a beautiful name. Thank when you. I heard you were going to name her Storm, I was like, oh, my God. Can you and believe she's going to be five? I can't. And she's gorgeous. She's Thank here, you. right? She's here. She's actually. Oh. <laughs> Tell her to come down. I she's enjoying her. the pool. Oh, Aww. she's in the pool. Maybe I can go say hi to her. Yes. Oh, we'll do a little tour, too, with you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'd love to show you around. So remember, everyone, if you're ever in South Beach, you Got to check out the Anglers Hotel. It's on 6 in Washington, 660 Washington Avenue. Girl, I could be your publicist. <laughs> Girl, done and done. <laughs> Where do we sign? <laughs> Thank you, honestly, for the hospitality you have given Girls Gone Boss. Yes. We love this space. I think it really resonates with who we are. The energy in here is amazing. And it's just, it's and just everyone feels like so home. Nice. Everyone's Your so staff nice. is phenomenal. And I've stayed here. The rooms are great. They're, you know, they're, it's just the right location. Especially if you're like, you know, transient or a group. Hey, I learned something. <laughs> High five, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having Love me. you, girl. Love you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And you can always find us at Girls Gone Boss on all social media platforms and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Win With Radio, and everywhere else podcasts are available. Thank and you. we will see you next week. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Bye.